What's up, gang? How you guys doing? It is Lieutenant Sal Blue, 28-year law enforcement veteran and the author of the top 25 mistakes in route to the good life. Coming at you today with my daily podcast. Listen, if you guys have not yet picked up your copy of the top 25 mistakes in route to the good life, I'm telling you, this book is filled, filled, 200 pages uh, of some serious, serious, some stories of things that went on in my law enforcement career and my life and the mistakes that I've made and just going full transparent on you guys. But I'm telling you, these are stories with solutions that will change your life and make your life better, man. So make sure you hop on over to LieutenantSalBlue.com and pick up your copy today, man. I'm giving away for free over there on my website. Or you guys could go over to Amazon. I think I got it on Amazon for $19.95, so you guys can hop on over to Amazon and pick it up as well. So um, in today's podcast, guys, today's podcast, it is about this, right? Um, I was doing a lot of thinking, and I wanted to know, guys, what scale are you using when it comes to judging how hard you're working, right? How hard are you working? It depends on what you're doing, obviously, but um, what scale are you using, right? If you're not doing like a physical labor type job, right, it's hard to see like the results of, of your efforts, right? Especially, guys, especially if you are working on your own, right? If you're building a business like myself, right, creating something from scratch, right? So I'm creating my business from scratch and how hard am I working? When do I see the fruits of my labor? And um, what efforts am I putting in that's going to show me, right, whether the work that I'm doing is worth the work that I'm doing, right? So I have to have a hard scale to figure this out, right? So, um, and, and I'm going to get into that, guys. I'm going to get into that. But I wanted to say the reason why I'm thinking about this lately is um, uh, because these feelings began to spark up. They began to spark up um, in my mind and my emotions about a few weeks into my sobriety challenge, right? If you guys know, uh, wow, um, in uh, the end of September, I decided not even to wait till October started, but to go into a sobriety challenge of no alcoholic beverages whatsoever until um, the end of the year. So January 1st, New Year's Eve will be the first time I consume any other alcohol. And by the way, guys, just to let you guys know, um, I'm a wine drinker and I drink two, three glasses a night, every night for the past, God knows, 20, 30 years, right? So um, I've had breaks like this where I decided not to drink, but um, this challenge has brought up a lot of emotions in me and a lot of thoughts in me, um, especially in the evening hours when I like to settle in and get ready for bed at night. So um, one of the things, guys, that that uh, crossed my mind when it came to uh, this challenge was uh, like, for all of those that know anything about me, guys, you know I love a challenge, right? And so... I took on this three-month sobriety challenge 
straight on, man. I'm like, oh, what? A challenge? Of course I'm going to take on this challenge. And by the way, the people who originally talked about the challenge with me on uh, Facebook and Instagram, they have long since went out, had fun, drank, and everything. But me, I'm just built different. And if I say I'm going to do a challenge, the challenge isn't really with the person the challenge is with myself. So I want to tell you guys that when you are challenging yourself, the integrity you have within yourself to complete the challenge is a whole lot more important than the rewards you get from anybody around you who is taking the challenge with you. So I just want to say that real quick when it comes to taking the challenge, right? But um, about a third of the way into this challenge, I found something different emerging than what I expected, right? Um, when, what I originally expected from a sobriety challenge was, hey, listen, I drink alcohol all the time, right? So I expected maybe um, I was going to lose weight, right? You know, taking in less sugar or, or maybe, um, I don't know, maybe I'll start snacking more. It's just some of the things that happen when you decide not to uh, drink anymore, right? But something totally different happened in my life, guys, and I want to talk about that, right? Um, uh, that's something different was um, my suppressed emotions, right? Um, and and you will be surprised, and I don't know whether it's the stage of my life that I'm in, right? But um, I've had suppressed emotions that began to come out when I decided to no longer drink, when I decided to stop. And it wasn't, I wasn't going through any type of withdrawals or anything. So um, it was just the emotions began to surface in my mind and in my heart and my mind. So um, my day work goes like this, right? My evenings. And so we're just going to talk about my suppressed emotions in a minute, guys. My evening goes like this, right? My evening routine consists of um, after work, I come home, right? Um, and I I do whatever workout I'm going with, right? Whatever workout challenge, whether it's a, an hour on a spin bike, 40 minutes on a spin bike, or Insanity, or MBFA, or, or T25, whatever the challenge is, that's what I'm into. As soon as I get home from work, right, I jump right in it. Don't waste any time, right? Give the wife a kiss and get going, right? After that, right, after my workout, I usually have dinner, right? And with dinner, I usually have it with my family, depending on what they're doing that night. It's either they're up in a room working on some project or, you know, not. And my wife cooks dinner just about every night. And so I'll have dinner with the family. And with dinner, I have a glass of wine, right? So now, after dinner and that glass of wine, right, usually a nice uh, soft Merlot, like maybe a, like a Josh uh, Legacy Red Blend or something like that. Anyway, um, I'm not going to start getting into my wine, guys, but, uh, you know, I usually have a nice glass of wine, and, and then it's off to the studio to work on my podcast, right? And so that is how my evening begins when I get home from work, right? So I'm asking you guys, that seems like a solid routine, right? It seems like a solid routine. Of course it does. For me, it seemed like a solid routine, but it is that time between the end of my podcast, right? Listen to this. It's the time between the end of my podcast 
and my head hitting the pillow at night that I often find myself either reliving my past mistakes, tragedies that I've had in my life that occurred, or um, I'm angry at myself for, for not getting things done or enough done to move my family forward. So those are the emotions that I found myself struggling with every night when I finish my podcast. No matter how successful my podcast was, this is what I was dealing with every night, guys. So um, um, it is at this moment at night that I found myself taking an extra glass of wine, right? So heavy pour, extra glass of wine at night. Um, and uh, sometimes that one glass turned into two glasses. You know, maybe that two glasses turned into me finishing off the bottle that night. And all for me to um, suppress these emotions and feelings that I was that was going through my mind. And uh, it allowed me to fall asleep that night and then get up the next day fresh. Now, listen, guys, I'm going to tell you something. It is that moment that I was feeling, that I was suppressing those feelings, and that didn't stop me from being productive, right? It didn't stop me from being super happy, super excited. I wake up every single day super grateful and super happy. But it was those dark moments in the evening after I felt that all my productivity was done that I felt like I did not do enough. Alright, so understand that that this can happen in anyone's life, and it was happening in my life in a dramatic way. But I was suppressing those feelings, right, by consuming or dulling those emotions with alcohol. Right? For me, it was wine. For you, it could be scotch, brandy, um, gin, whatever it is, right? I'm telling you that I'm not trying to tell you to stop drinking. I'm trying to tell you that you have to allow um, those feelings to come out so that you could begin to work with them in order to create the life that you want. You can't suppress them and then have a better life. No, they will eventually make their way to the surface and affect your life in, in so many ways that you cannot possibly imagine. You know, for me, it probably won't be health, right? Because I'm extremely healthy. But for you, it may be health issues. For me, it was um, different relationship issues that just popped up here and there, right? Where um, I would feel that chink in my armor, you know, that weakness, that moment, that flaw in my character that stopped me from communicating the way I needed to be communicated in all of my relationships that are people that I was dealing with. So understand that, guys. This is where I was at in my life. So now, as a result of this daily habit, I watched my productivity suffer, right? Um, times at, in the evening when I probably could have been writing, right? And probably could have written five books by this time, and I didn't because as you drink and as you suppress, you get tired and sleepy, which was the point I wanted to go to bed. But a lot of time I could have used all of that energy and just turned it into something positive and used it to write and grow. 
Okay, but we're going to talk about that. Um, but like I said, I watched my productivity suffer in areas of my life that I truly wanted to improve. So that is where I was at, guys. I was suffering in areas that I wanted to make better. Now, I would have never seen this flaw if I hadn't taken inventory of my habits, guys. And I'm telling you, you need to take inventory of your habits, right? It was the only way I was able to pull that out and see like, oh my God, listen, this is causing me, okay, to lose momentum in this game of life that I'm playing right here, right? And it's it's uh, me trying to move forward, me trying to build a business. This, what I'm doing right now, is not working for me and I needed to pull that out, right? Sometimes you have to take inventory of your habits, guys, and dissect them to see if they work for you or they don't work for you, guys. And this is, this is daily, right? And I know a lot of people think that taking inventory of your habits daily is hard work, guys. But it is your life. And it is the only life you have. So you have to start taking inventory of the things that mean the most to you, right? And I would hope, I would hope that your life is extremely important to you guys. So you need to begin to work with that, right? But if I hadn't taken this challenge... I wouldn't have seen that, right? So somehow, somewhere, miraculously, I took on this challenge, okay? And it has began to make dramatic changes where I needed to make changes. Not where I wanted to make changes, where I needed to make changes. So think about that, guys. Now, this challenge uh, showed me that not only was my acceptance scale off, right? What I was willing to accept, that was off, right? Um, how I was judging, my judging scale was also off of how hard I was working um, was off as well. So in your circle of influence, guys, in your circle of influence and the people you are around, right? Um, they will always echo what you are thinking, what you are saying. They will always echo you. See, and that is the problem with your circle of influence. Um, they began to affect you in different ways. So none of my circle of influence would have ever told me that, hey, having a couple of drinks at night before you go to bed is stunting your productivity. It is slowing you down. You should be a lot further on than what you currently are. Right, And because each and every night you are drowning your sorrows before you go to sleep, okay, you are not going to get where you want because time's going to run out of you, right? Nobody in my circle of influence would have ever told me that, right? Nobody. And that is why sometimes you have to step away from what you're doing and take inventory of yourself, right? Inventory of the people you're around. What are they doing? How is their life? Right? You got to take inventory. This is key, guys. This is important. And it's going to move you forward because sometimes you just have to step away. Right? Sometimes you get that inkling and that feeling inside of you that your spirit needs to find another place to be. Okay? And so you got to begin to work on that. You got to begin to work on that. You got to begin to move before... uh, a bunch of negative habits from your circle of influence began to um, surface in your life. Okay, so remember that. 
Uh, that's it. That's enough for that right now, right? So fast forward, guys, 30 days into my challenge. I now find um, healthier ways to deal with um, the demons of my past mistakes, right? So, um, and the reason why I say demons, guys, is I don't know, um, and maybe I'm talking to other law enforcement officers, if you guys are listening, guys are in the military, there are a lot of things that we saw that we can't unsee, right? They're forever um, stamped inside of our brains, right? And um, we have to find healthier ways to deal with these feelings, emotions, thoughts, dreams, nightmares, whatever they are. We have to find healthier ways to deal with them. And that is why I'm talking about this today, guys. I didn't originally want to talk about, you know, my sobriety or whatever um, that I'm doing because I felt it no big deal at one time. But as I realized deeper and deeper into it, it is so, so important that, that you begin to face yourself, right? Face yourself, face your thoughts, and deal with your emotions, whether, whether it is uh, <laughs> crying and letting it out, or whether it's talking to people, whatever it is, man, you have to deal with it and you have to begin to move forward. But because of this uh, challenge, 30 days into it, I'm now doing a lot healthier things to help me to uh, deal with everything that I was dealing with um, during my dark moments of each evening, guys. So as of today, now I'm not sure, right? So I'm not here to give you psychological advice, right? But as of today, I'm not sure uh, if what I'm doing um, will be as effective as I need it to be, but I'll let you know by the end of my sobriety challenge, what I've been doing each and every day and how I've been doing it and how it has helped me um, at this point in time to deal with everything. You know, sometimes you have to face what you have to deal with and you have to face the pain that you have to deal with in order to get through the stuff that you're dealing with, guys. So, um, so th- here's the deal. Some of the things that I'm doing to, to deal with um, my emotions and to deal with that voided space in the evening right before I go to bed. And this has helped me to, to get a much better evening sleep. It has helped me to um, be more productive throughout the day. And uh, it has helped me to understand that having these emotions and these feelings are okay and they do not need to be hidden. It is when you begin to hide them that you try to mask them with alcohol or or other negative behaviors, guys. So understand that. So here's the deal. The first thing that I'm doing is uh, something that I've always been doing, guys. I want you to know that. Something that I've always been doing every day to um, refocus. But for some reason, I have not, I've neglected its effectiveness at night, right? And now, if you guys haven't guessed what it is already, if you guys have been listening to me and paying attention, um, that first thing is meditation. Um, And the benefits of meditation have made dramatic changes in my life already throughout my days, right? I do it every single day I meditate. I just haven't been doing it at night. So I'm trying to figure out 
the best way to meditate in the evening. And so I found a couple of things that I used, you know, a couple of sounds and stuff like that, that I used to meditate in the evening. And, uh, and because of that, it has quieted a lot of things that go through my mind, right? Um, and uh, if you're going to abuse something, guys, right, in the evening when you are going through some pain and some heartache, abuse meditation. Don't abuse alcohol, abuse meditation, right? Um, I found that when I meditate, um, I'm not trying to stop all the thoughts that go through my head in the evening, but what I am doing is I'm respecting the fact that those thoughts are on a highway, right? And they're going through my mind so fast, like cars on a parkway, and me, I am just sitting on the side of the highway in a grassy knoll, just watching the cars drive by, and those are those thoughts, right? So there are thoughts that go to my head, but I don't have to interact with every driver in every single car. And that's what meditation allows me to do, guys. Meditation allows me to back away and see the thoughts, understand that they are thoughts, but don't attach myself to those thoughts. There are just thoughts going through my head, guys. Meditation is powerful, and um, it has been a tool that I wish I was using a lot more often because it has helped me come a long way, right? Now, after my meditation, um, my thoughts are open, and so what do I do? I begin writing them down. I begin journaling. I begin documenting um, a lot of things that were going through my mind. And, and I'll tell you why this is important for me, right? Um, number one, I write down um, the pain that I've been feeling. I write down the mistakes that I made. But I also write down some of the solutions that I've come up with for some of those mistakes that I've made. So a lot of times when we make mistakes in life, right, uh, we made them and we go, man, if I would have just... You know the deal, if you would have just, right? But that time is past and that time is over. So what I do is when I'm journaling in the evening, I write down some of the solutions that I came up with for the mistakes that I've made. And I just write it down, man. And I just put it on a piece of paper. And and once I do that, right? So I've meditated, I've focused, I've cleared my mind. I took my journal and I write down these thoughts on paper and it's a little quick 10 minutes that I write on paper, whatever I was coming up with. I then take all of this information, right? And I do something positive with it, right? I think of ideas that I can use in my content that I create for people and make someone else's life better. Now think about that, right? I took all of this pain and heartache and I wrapped it into something that I can use to make someone else's life better. I took myself out of the picture, right? This last step is critical, man. This last step is critical because it takes me away from my problems, right? And it puts me in a place to help others. And, and when you are in a place to help others, right, the last thing you do is start thinking about what was me and what was my problem because you begin to see 
how grateful you are to be in a position that you're in to help other people, to help other people to have a better life, right? And learn from your mistakes as opposed to hiding your mistakes. Remember what I said before, don't hide from your mistakes, right? Now, when you're helping other people, um, this happens in life, right? When when you find yourself, right, spiraling out of control, right? It's usually because you are looking inward. And when you're looking inward, right, um, for your solutions, inward, you're spinning like a top, right? And that's what happens when you're looking inward towards your your pain, your heartache, and your problem. You're looking inward for your solution. But what you should be paying attention to, guys, right? Because a lot of times looking inward, you're only echoing what is on the outside, which is your circle of influence, right? Let's get back to that circle of influence, guys. Your circle of influence, it becomes your scale, right? Your scale of how you're going to solve your problems and how hard you're working to create the life that you want, right? And your scale, um, if it is off, you are never going to get out of the situation that you're dealing with. So before you look inward, make sure you look around you guys. Make sure you look around you to pay attention to the people that are around you because it is the people that are around you that is going to determine how your life turns out, guys. It is the people around you that's going to determine how your life goes up. Now, I want to say one thing before I wrap up, guys. Um, uh, I was hiding a lot of pain, a lot of the pain and and realization that I am not working as hard as I would have wanted to, right? I was just hiding it. And I was hiding it because of the fact that when you are not getting the results that you want, it is painful, right? And we have a tendency in life to try to run from our pain. We run from our pain and our heartache and we move toward pleasure, right? Well, what is pleasurable? Right? You can't really find pleasurable pleasure in alcohol, but it can help you to numb the pain. And that is why you have to be careful when it comes to selecting that as a form of sedation, a form to relax you, a form to calm you down, a form to put you to sleep. You cannot use that, right? So uh, just try some of the things that I talked about with the meditation and the journaling, right? And then packaging that into something that you can help somebody else to create a better life, guys, right? Um, Now, as far as I'm concerned, I was never looking for things to be easier in my life. I was looking for myself to be better. And the only way that you can become better, right, is through doing inventory of your habits, what you're doing, okay, and make positive change. So, listen, that's it for today, man. I'm going to wrap it up, guys. Make sure you guys hop on over once again to LieutenantSoundBlue.com. Pick up your copy of the Top 25 Mistakes en Route to the Good Life and enjoy it. Right, I'm giving it away for free, guys. If you don't want to get it for free, just hop on over to um, Amazon.com. It's on Amazon as well. Second edition, Top 25 Mistakes and Rides of a Good Life. 
pick that up. And uh, also, guys, give me a shout out on all the social media platforms. I'm talking about Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, and all of the uh, different um, social media platforms at Lieutenant Sound Blue. That's it. That's my tag name. That's what I'm using. The full LT Sound Blue. At all those, shoot me a DM on what you want me to talk about in tomorrow's podcast, all right? So this is Lieutenant Sal Blue. I am signing off for tonight. I will see you guys tomorrow, maybe from my wine room, uh, maybe from the theater room. We're going to figure this out, guys, and we're going to get it done, all right? So Lieutenant Sal Blue, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Deuces. All right. You guys have a fantastic evening.